0: Welcome to The Color of Fashion, a podcast where I discuss unique fashion perspectives. My name, Michelle Washington, and I use my 20 plus years of experience as a fashion industry professional to dig deep into the complex issues. Thank you for joining me. Today, I need you to hop into the time machine back into the grooviness of November 28th, 1973 for a look at historical fashion excellence. So fam, let's get into it. I need the current and future fashion professionals. You know who you are. You are standing on the shoulders of giants. I'm talking about the Battle of Versailles, yes, the night American fashion made history, a competition that shook the fashion world, pushing American fashion designers into the spotlight and redefined the fashion industry forever, all in one evening, all in one evening in Versailles. Now. This was a hefty guest list. We're talking about, oh, notable 700 or so, such as Princess Grace, Andy Warhol, Liza Minnelli, Josephine Baker, and this is just to name a few. The event became legendary. Now, this historic event was created by none other, the unrivaled Eleanor Lambert, And at the time, she was the most powerful American fashion publicist. Later, she was instrumental in increasing the international prominence of the American fashion industry. And in the emergence of New York City as the major fashion capital, Lambert was the founder of New York Fashion Week, the CFDA, better known as Council of Fashion Designers of America, and wait for it, the Met Gala. And let's not forget the Battle of Versailles co-creator, Versailles curator, Gerald van der Kemp. So at the root, the Battle of Versailles was a fundraiser. Yes, a basically well-planned fundraiser for the Palace of Versailles. It was falling apart. I mean, this beautiful palace standing as a beautiful structure for so long, was falling to shambles, and the event was meant to raise funds for the restoration of the palace. The solution was Lambert's idea of an elegant high-society dinner and fashion show of five French designers and five American designers. The show pitted French designers Yves Saint Laurent, Pierre Cardin, Emmanuel Ungaro, Mark Bowen for Dior, and Givenchy against American designers Oscar de la Renta, Stephen Burroughs, Halston, Bill Blass, and Anne Klein, who brought along her assistant, wait for it, Donna Karen. Now, out of the American designer, Stephen Burroughs was a black designer at the height and top of the fashion designer scene, which earned him his place in Paris. Now, the Americans brought 42 models with them. Ten of those models were black, unprecedented at the time. I know you're thinking, well, why so unprecedented?" Well, this was a time, well, the first time in Europe that most Europeans would have seen so many black models on stage at once. The doors in Europe were closed to black models before the Battle of Versailles. Fashion for the French houses were traditionally serious. We're talking about silent serious. There were private salon shows. They took place in silence with only number cards, and they called out the numbers to identify each style. If music was played, it was, mm, let's just say, low-key, in the background, so it was barely heard. For the Americans in the 70s, music became a powerful expression of freedom. The American models were encouraged to be dynamic and spontaneous and to let the music lead them. The French dedicated fashion to what was a showmanship of elegance. And the French had no sight of competition with the Americans. Up until this moment, the French dictated fashion, and the Americans would watch French shows and replicate whatever was on the runway straight to the department store floors. 1973 was a revolution, the end of the Vietnam War. In new visibility for social justice. Now I could continue with the talk of history and glamour and how elegant and beautiful everything was at the Palace of Versailles, but there was drama. Yes, drama. The French had carte blanche to rehearse in the day while the Americans rehearsed late at night. Quoting the documentary narrated by Stanley Tucci, the conditions were deplorable. It was cold. There was no food, no toilet paper. Completely chaotic, stressful, tempers on high, and egos even higher. Not even enough pictures to bookmark this event. There are pictures, but just not enough. No one knew how profound and how great in how landmarking and benchmarked that this show would become if they had only known. I'm sure they would have hired twice as many photographers. The Parisian designers viewed their competition, the Americans, as mere sportswear designers, so they really didn't feel that they were in any danger of losing their title. However, the tables turned The American designers and their models stole the show, providing a youthful approach and stunning the primarily French audience. By the end of the evening, the French had a two-hour show while the Americans had officially taken their place in history and won the world stage in 30 minutes. Filled with vibrancy, grooviness, and liberation, definitely prompting a major shift in the way race, gender, sexuality, and economics would be treated in fashion for decades to come. Especially the inclusion of black models. Today's interesting fashion fact. At the Battle of Versailles, Anne Klein's collection was African-inspired. And Oscar de la Renta sent his collection down the runway to Barry White. Don't believe me? Look it up. Mother has spoken. As always, I'm here to bring you all of the ooh, all of the ah, and all of the things. Yes, all of the things. Thank you for tuning in. Like this podcast? Please subscribe and share. Until next time, a smile is always in style. Keep it fashionable.